What's going on, everybody? It is I, Will, your host again this week for the Marvelous Podcast, and we're episode 132, I believe? Something like that. It, something like that. Uh, but with me, I have my regular co-host, consistent of Luke. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? And this week, he finally returns the mage of the great white north. It is our boy, Failwill34, a.k.a. Mikey. <laughs> What it do, Ski? Glad to be back, everyone. It's been a little while, Marvel Yeet. It, I missed you. It has, man. How have, how have you been doing? I've been good. I've been good. I've just been keeping up with videos. Glad to be back on the podcast. I'm a, a regular co-host with Nick on you know, hybrid movies, and uh, I'm more of like a guest now on, on Marvel A. But glad to be back, guys. See, y'all need all to, the good things. Y'all need to get me over at uh, hybrid movies. I feel like I'm missing out on that party. Feel free. Feel free. Always welcome. Yeah. Um, so, Luke, how are you doing, man? I know that Polar Vortex kind of whooped your ass, and I'm kind of scared of it coming down here and whooping ours. Oh, man. Well, actually, I'm kind of curious. Mikey uh, lives in Canada. How how did the, uh, like, I guess the cold snap affect you? Oh, my goodness. I remember you mentioning in the group chat, Luke was like, oh, you know, it's really bad over here. And I'm like, ah, it's unfortunate. And not even two, three days later, I kid you not, I <laughs> opened up my door. And my neighbor's car and all of the cars in my parking lot were, like, shut in. Yeah. Snow up to the windows. So, so we didn't actually experience snow. We experienced uh, a polar vortex, which was basically... So, so basically, um, how it was described to me, anyways, is that on the, uh, both of the polar caps, I think this one came from the North Pole, um, there's these giant... There, there's usually, like, giant... Um, giant walls of wind, right? They usually uh, circulate throughout the poles. Well, for one reason or another, these vortexes kind of split up into three massive vortexes. And so I think that you guys did get a vortex, but yours was like Mm -hmm. a lot of snow. Ours was just like blistering cold. Um, We've had record lows throughout throughout 22 states of the Midwest. Um, It is absolutely and utterly terrible. Um, Today actually wasn't, quite as bad but just to kind of give you some context um some some cities or some regions i should should say were experiencing up to negative 68 um oh yeah no the the like wind chill and everything was just stupid so it, it shifted yeah. like 70 degrees overnight all everyone in pittsburgh was talking about it so so where i was it was like negative 20 with a windshield of negative 55 um it, it closed down schools, it closed down factories, it closed down a lot of businesses, it closed, it closed down the postal service, pretty much all Oof. local government, uh, the libraries were closed. Uh, some I, It's funny, I did notice some restaurants stayed open. Um, there, was a lot, there, there was a lot of things that shut down. Um, there was mm-hmm. two deaths in Indiana alone uh, due to the cold. And I think both of them were related to car accidents actually. So what ended up happening, I think in one wreck, I'm not sure about the second one. The, uh, I think it was like their carburetor line freezed up or something like that while they were driving on the highway. And, and mind you, like you think like you're driving on the highway, right? You're going faster and your, your motor should be somewhere around like 150 degrees. So like it shouldn't be fine, but like it was so cold that it froze and it caused them to lose control, and they wrecked and died. <laughs> like, well, do you know who? Do you know what didn't close and who didn't die from the snap? <laughs> who who Captain didn't freeze Marvel. to death in the snow? Uh, well, Captain Marvel. She. I thought you meant Captain America. Um, 
But yeah, uh, I guess Mikey <laughs> took the reins and segued us very smoothly, as, as smooth as the driven snow, <laughs> into that topic. <laughs> so the first couple of reactions uh, have come out for the Captain Marvel movie, which we're supposed to be getting on International Women's Day, I think, uh, which is, was it, March 7th, March 6th? Um, and yeah, people are saying it's uh, it's pretty good. And it's it's a great time, no alcohol required, and all that jazz. But uh, Luke, I think we both have a theory that because um, there was a comment made by the co-star who plays a uh, Maria Rambeau saying that the cat in the movie isn't a regular cat, and to keep an eye out on the cat. Now, my <laughs> my theory, since the movie doesn't come out for another two months, is that the cat is actually the real villain of the movie, and that the cat is in fact a scroll in disguise. It's the super scroll. Oh my god! It's the screw. It's it's got to be the super scroll. Like think, think it, about it, yeah. guys. If you put if you mix up the letters of goose, it spells super scroll. Oh my goodness! <laughs> exactly. If you look at it in squint and sneeze, it spells super scroll. They've been. You have been to sneeze secret. though. You have, you to, have sneeze. to sneeze. Throw some powder mm. under your nose, and I'm not talking about that snow. <laughs> no, but that is true. So, but so the film was screened somewhere. I think Burbank they did like a, an employee screening or something along yeah, those just lines, right? Screenings off the butthole randomly. And there were some key notes that were that were mentioned that were I, were they spoilery? Not really. Not really. They're mostly just reaction. They're just mentioning reactions to it, and the reactions seem to be extremely positive which is good for them it's like the acting's good the writing's good i think i, I think time. the one i guess the one thing that like was interesting was if like the, the the end credit scene from infinity war should we talk about that oh yeah um how it like t- well do you want to bring it up i guess i know what yeah, you're talking about yeah yeah no so basically spoilers i guess if you if you don't want to know anything about the movie we'll probably just talk like about what people were saying about the film um as not spoilers possible so the end credit scene from infinity War, the you know the whole uh, the pager, paper. I was gonna say pager. 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 That's actually a somewhat of a scene in Captain Marvel, um, so I think that was confirmed, which is kind of cool. And also saying that Captain Marvel serves as a literal prelude for Avengers Endgame, um, so that's nifty. I mean, it makes I think sense. a lot of us thought that. Yeah, it comes out a month before Endgame, which is a really weird <sighs> thing to think about. That it comes out like Captain Marvel at the beginning of March, and then at the end of April. Uh, we have Endgame and sandwich in between that is Shazam and Hellboy and a couple other movies. Oh my god, dude! That's dude. The spring <laughs> is going to be so packed with content. Yeah, it's gonna great. It's going to be a death watch though for some companies. So, yeah, anyways, so anyways, back one. to that cat. I I truly <laughs> think that the cat is probably the Super Scroll. And how like OP would that be? Like the third act of the film. How, how did you say it earlier, Will? Oh, that the that the cat would be like. Sitting behind Carol after she killed some scroll on a chair. General. Yeah, just on a chair, and they just hear a clapping. It's like, well done, Danvers. You've done fantastic. <laughs> Everything has gone according to my plans. It's, it's yeah, it's gonna be like Captain Marvel, like half beat with like bleeding everywhere. The cat turns around, slow claps, and insists <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> like, I've been it's, waiting it's still, but for still you to be cat, at your like, lowest. Patting paws like it's Dexter. <laughs> yeah, like, everything's um... gone exactly to Kekaku. <laughs> Yes, please. Japanese for play. Please, I, I, I need that. Please. Uh, I... <laughs> it would be so stupid, it would actually kind of work. Well, people have also theorized that Nick Fury gets his scratch mark from said cat. So what if it's like that reveal happens and Nick Fury like pulls a gun or something or just tries to stop the cat with, with, a, with some sort of gadget and then it scratches him? <laughs> the cat just jumps in his face. Casual scratch attack. It just hits him in the face. Yeah. You're like, ah, damn it. My one weakness, kitty paws. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but 
I mean, but from the from the news, it sounds interesting. I mean, yeah. I was hoping Captain Marvel was going to be good early. You know, whenever audiences <laughs> see films early like this, uh, I don't I don't always take it for for you know verbatim. If the excitement's really uh you know really loud and they're really looking forward to it and they say it was amazing, yeah. right? Well, I saw it early, it might change their opinion on it. It's kind of like how when new movies come out and they're like the number one movie in America. It's like yeah, because it just came out. Pretty much. I'm sh- yeah, like I imagine statistically, yes, it would be for at least some modicum of time. If it wasn't the number one movie, mm-hmm. that's a whole different problem that you have right there. <laughs> and the thing that I, uh, one of the comments from you know all the reactions was that it's a more serious side with occasional humor, uh, can mo- most notably comparable to Civil War. Um, okay. I remember people. Mm. I remember. I, th- I think I heard it somewhere. Someone said that they're gonna go. They're going for more of a, a Winter Soldier vibe for this for this one. So. I was hoping it to be more in line with that, but I mean, Civil War, uh, I thought it was alright, so. <clears throat> I, I hope so. I, I, I mean, would I would rather have it be more like Winter Soldier than Civil War. I agree. Same with me. Because I, I, I feel like that's the like, that's a better movie, honestly, than Civil War, but that's that's just me. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, I agree. Mind you, I, Civil War is, I think, probably my favorite Marvel movie ever. Um, nonetheless, mm-hmm. I admit freely that Winter Soldier, as far as like storytelling and plot convenience and stuff is better and like the things that are funny in civil war or not civil war in um winter soldier aren't particularly joke jokes they're more like things that are funny because of circumstance like when uh natasha had to kiss steve on that escalator like that was funny because it was unexpected it wasn't like here's a joke there there was more of like a serious vibe yeah yeah and and i i think that that'll I think for having Captain Marvel, that's a fine place to take it. I I don't know where you would go with that. Like, we spent the last episode, Mike, you weren't here, but we were just, like, low-key just bitching about <laughs> Captain Marvel, even though we're, like, we're interested in seeing it. But we're also like, yeah, but that's Shazam, though. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, honestly, all I can do is just hope that it's good. More than anything, I'm interested in Brie Larson's performance, because that has been what's been drawing a lot of... Uh, kind of a divide amongst the uh, nerd community is, is her and her performance, but they say the acting is good, which she has an Oscar. So I'm, I hope I'm, her acting is good. I, I know I, I'm probably going to get flack for this, but I'm I'm more interested to see what they're doing with the scrolls and the Kree, and I mean that's... how 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 they're going to soft reboot Ronan from the original guardians because apparently he's different in this i i don't know um, <coughs> well between the well, that's what's and... interesting too about it right? there's a lot of um things to unpack in this film especially yeah. apparently the rumor is that they're backdooring secret invasion yeah uh, at, yep. at, in, at points throughout the film so it's gonna be interesting to see how they you know hope you know i'm, I'm hoping that brie larson and, and the cast do great and like well actually specifically her as lead does a great job and you know her story is, is great but also there's the other side elements that i hope you know, help balance everything I was doing, and hopefully it's a great film overall. Yeah, and I was telling Luke earlier, like, the only thing I really want for Captain Marvel 2, Captain Marvel's, um, is just Monica Rambeau's Spectrum. Because Carol isn't the first Captain Marvel, she's, like, the fifth. She's not even the first female Captain Marvel. I'm I'm hoping that, that they backdoor pilot a lot of things, actually. Um, you know, just how, like, Civil War kind of backdoor piloted Black Panther and Spider-Man. Um, I, I really... I really want them to go like, because like, let's face it, right? The, like the James Gunn era of the, the the cosmic Marvel is over. So, um, I I think that like a new interpretation of Marvel Cosmic is is much needed. 
um, in that universe. And I mean, you know, you can say, oh, Infinity War went cosmic. I mean, yeah, not really. Um, <laughs> well, given given the fact that apparently Captain Marvel seems to lead right into Endgame, I can imagine that it, this is going to be backdooring not just stuff for Avengers 4, but a bunch of other things as well. Like, you can't just introduce the scrolls and the Kree like this in their war and just make it a one-off. Well, and that's another Kevin question Feige's I have, I guess. That. Yeah, but, like, is the film going to, like... Is that backdoor piloting this, the Kree Skull War, or are we just going to see, like, oh, the Kree Skull War has, like, already happened or is happening, uh, and it's kind of just touched on? Because, honestly, I'm more interested to see what they're going to do with that than anything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, we saw those scenes of her, like, blowing up starships and going basically binary, so... Bro, she's really OP in this. Like, she's no, really I mean, OP. I mean, Kevin Feige said she's the most powerful Avenger, so I'm not I'm not surprised in the slightest. But even comparatively, even without binary, comparing her to the rest of the the cast, like at this point, Marvel has only introduced (laughs) two of the Ultimates. (coughs) The only people that are really probably Carol's level level is like four. No, not well. I like if that like maybe him and that's about it well i i think so far that they've introduced right i mean yeah you, i do they they've just now started scratching the surface with characters i mean imagine when we start getting characters like you know like hercules or we start getting characters like the century or you know characters like quasar moon dragon uh wendell vaughn um you know just My like these blue marvel adam blue. warlock blue marvel i mean dude there's so much there's so dude, much miss america who can punch into different realities yeah i mean uh owen reese you know um, oh god franklin richards i mean like we're just starting to scratch the surface really yeah and, and it's crazy it's it's already been a, a decade right they've been at this for a decade and they're just now scratching the surface with characters but anyways yeah, that's pretty much what i have to say about it yeah, I think I think we've pretty much said everything we need to say. You know, hope the movie's good. If it lives up to these expectations, great. If it doesn't, well, we have Endgame a month after, and we have Shazam to look forward to. So you know, that's all we can really hope for is just a good superhero movie and a good. <laughs> I just hope that her writing in the comics get better. That's all I really wish for Captain Marvel. I'm sure the movie will be fine. I'm not worried about that. But uh, so y'all ready to get to the uh, controversial part of the show? <laughs> Always, brother. All right, let's let's go deep into this. So, within the past two weeks, a lot of discussion has been going around because Black Panther has apparently been nominated not just for one, but for seven different Academy Awards. It's up for seven Oscars. It's up for the Oscars for Best Original Score for Ludwig Göransson, uh, Best Original Song, All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA, Best Costume Design by Ruthie Carter, who I think CJ interviewed uh, when the movie came out last year. It's crazy to think it's been a year, almost a year since Black Panther came out. Uh, Best Production Design, Best Sound Editing, and Best Sound Mixing. So, what do we think about these nominations? Oh, okay. (laughs) There's... So, that's a lot. I'm not going to lie. Seven was a surprise. Yep, and I'm I'm just gonna say like I'm gonna get a lot of crap for this. I don't think that it should have been nominated for best picture. I agree. Okay. I, I I I'm not gonna say I don't think it should have nom- been nominated for nothing. Best picture was absolutely a surprise. Uh, Mikey, what do you think? 
Uh, you guys want to go like one by one, elaborating on our on our comments, yeah. our thoughts about yeah, we, yeah, we can. Uh, <coughs> just just I guess give your part, and then you can start us off with a. Uh, I guess we can talk about this picture, and we can just go down from there. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, so I was I was in class actually my world cinema class when they announced the Oscars. <laughs> I was like going through it. I'm like, oh my god, like who like who got nominated? And I was really surprised by a lot of the choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Black Panther, like hats off to them. I really you know I rate them, especially not just one nomination seven, seven is really surprising um but for the best picture i was surprised i personally don't think it was it was it, it should have got best picture nomination but I, under, I can understand the perspective too you know um but for me personally i wouldn't with other films that came out of the year i think th- films like searching um hereditary uh, oh god a I heard, couple of others out i i, I might have you know put in that slot and, and even th- films like vice I, I i'm a little surprised with that choice as well um mm. and bohemian rhapsody too so i'm surprised that uh green room got nominated for best picture too i, yeah. I didn't see so, it but it was just like the reactions i heard to the film were that it was very so it's good not, it's yeah. not just that film in particular i'm surprised about but the oscars in general this year <laughs> yeah the nominations this year i, I don't were... think black panther uh should get out although things like um what was original score totally yeah. think that that one that one was uh like justified mm-hmm. even though I, you could I, I could see the argument for it being uh best picture as well but just for me personally I, I don't think so yeah so okay so um so we all basically agree we we don't believe that it was maybe best picture material that's not to say i d- didn't enjoy the film i think it's a very good film and you know as a black person i really appreciate what it did in terms of representation diversity mm-hmm. i really enjoyed the story i think it was a good story great acting i would not put it in best picture um however i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna not personally put it in best picture for one reason and one reason alone what the effects battle rhinos (laughs) the effects (laughs) i i i can't battle rhinos can can net you best picture i can't think this was it where where were they in infinity war where they're hanging out on the rhino farms uh, apparently apparently they didn't need them then but, but uh, uh <laughs> no I, I i think that no black panther is a is a fantastic film um i i, I just i personally don't think it it really deserves best picture i think that there are better films uh that that would deserve best picture over black panther but black panther definitely deserves something and i can definitely yeah. see it go for like uh um uh, soundtrack really i mean it had it had a fantastic soundtrack well the soundtrack was good but i mean like the actual score oh, the, um, the, the score of the, the film yeah that's that's kind of what i meant yeah because because i love ludwig Gorenson as a composer and i was telling you guys he's the guy so he's worked with donald glover that's how i know him uh like earlier in his career if you know because of the internet but he also did the soundtracks for the creed movies mm, which are yeah. also very phenomenal scores as well no oh, yeah um, and I saw a video, see if you can find it somewhere, where he breaks down his uh, composition for the type of music. And he, he talks about the African influence as well as like the 808 and hip hop trap beats that he used. And I think it's just a really, it is a very original and creative score. Like it's not just the traditional uh, strings and percussion, but he mixes in a lot of that African culture into it by going to that country, learning how the instruments work and using it to like, to how it's supposed to be using um Apparently, like, you can hear T'Challa, T'Challa, and, and I'm like, that's beautiful. So I think it does deserve best original score. 
Um, oh, yeah. Original yeah. Also, there there was also uh, the other nominees uh, nominations we got were production design, costume design, uh, costume uh, design. I can agree with because they sound are... mixing, sound editing. Yeah, those are really random. Sound. Those are really really random. Sound editing and sound mixing came out of absolutely nowhere. Those yeah. were entirely random. They were throwing nominations at. Also, it. why is it, why why are those categories? I mean, they, they, those areas deserve credit. It's um, like how how crispy can we make this this sound? But yeah, like, no, I think those are I think those are justified categories. Yeah. I, I the think they're justified categories, but throwing Black Panther in, like say you have have a movie that really utilizes, I guess, silence or footsteps or something, or like the crackling of fire and stuff like that. Well, you can do that to set atmosphere and tone. I think they're valid categories. The nomination for it doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm. Um. Because I don't think there were any moments in Black Panther that involved too much of the subtlety that was that is incorporated by sound, sound editing and sound mixing. Not to say that those jobs aren't important; they are. I don't think. Hey, this man, is the you, nomination for it. You know, PA jobs are really <laughs> important too. I mean, they are. Winner, for sure. what, seriously, Kevin when, Feige was a PA. <laughs> he was uh, for Sony for Avi yeah. Arad, and and it's yeah. like winner winner PAs, man. When are they going to get nominated? Where is there going to be a category for PAs, huh? They might have their own little award ceremony. But uh, I can <laughs> I can give it best costume design because there were some beautiful costumes. I still stand by the my theory that set, um, the tribes the... were based off the Divine Nine, if you know what those are. See, costume know. designs were, I think, pretty fantastic. But, yeah. but the overall set designs, to me, I feel like they could have improved on. Um because like there were some things that just kind of like really stood out and was like really mm-hmm. off, and I'm like, okay, there was a lot of scenes in the movie that were really beautiful, like, like the cinematography was great, and then like there were other times where I'm like, I'm it yeah, looks what? Like, it, it, like I felt like I was watching a like a 3D animated movie. Why not nominate it for cinematography? Because it has some very beautiful shots in it, like that shot where Killmonger's walking towards the throne, yeah, and it's circular. That's a dope ass shot. That throne room in general is like a good. Like, I, I think it, I agree with you, Luke, it's kind of mixed, where the production can be really good, like, seeing the city, seeing the throne room. Um, the casino itself is very, like, creatively designed and how the colors pop on the on the characters, but that's more of the a mixed... The chase scene, that's, too. The, the chase scene was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the way that was lit, but then at the same time, you have, like, the open fight in the fields of Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta? Battle Rhinos. Mm-hmm. And then the fight yeah. with the magnet trains underground, literally yeah, an underground that, railroad. <clears throat> the magnet trains were pretty terrible, and, and and I mean like like wholeheartedly, like no one in their right mind can absolutely like like can actually defend that because like it it doesn't it it's doesn't an even okay rem- scene. No, there like were, no, it had issues. It dude, especially mm-hmm. if you slow it down frame by frame, you're like, my god, this is terrible. And I mean, Which is I can funny say because that, I can say the same thing for about a lot word, of I think. I think they won best effects somewhere recently or got yeah, nominated. I don't I don't know why because like either. because like honestly the effects weren't all that terrific through throughout uh, like a good chunk of the film. There were you know there were chunks of the film where the it was really good and then other chunks of the film it looks like wow you guys really skipped out here on on post production. Um, I don't think they skipped out. I I honestly well, no, think just... that it was a resource allocation because Infinity War came out three months later. Oh no, it was. It it totally was. They had to shift a, a lot of different things. But dude, it's like man, that they they didn't there's... expect it to do as well as it did. 
And so they're like, yeah, well, you can, you, you can save a little bit of money and just, you know, that last five. I, I just don't like, this is going back to an old argument. I don't like the over-reliance on CG overlays on costumes when the costumes they have are really, like, have you seen Killmonger's actual suit with Michael B. Jordan in it? It looks cool. You can see the leopard, like, patterns on it. But then you see the CG mm-hmm. version and you barely see that and it pisses me off. Was it? Yeah. Now, I think, wasn't it I think originally, me, wasn't it supposed to be a white and gold suit? Like originally, no, that was um. I think that was like a prototype or something like that. I know the picture you're talking about, but what were you saying, Mike? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think for me it just it just boiled down to I just thought Black Panther in its entirety was just a good movie. Yeah. Um, but it, it for me it wasn't. I didn't find it to be like anything extremely exceptional. Um, for me personally, mm-hmm. I thought I thought you know it was, think... it was really important. It was it was great like from a cultural standpoint and to see you know myself in the film and and, and I think its impact was really big, right? Yeah, and I, I could see people arguing that's why uh, that, uh, uh, in addition to other things, is why it deserves to be, you know, a best nominated picture. Um, but for me, I I just wouldn't put it in that category. I would. I, put, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it in in the best picture category for its cultural relevance. That's I would not either. that, and and I think that I truly deep down believe that that alone is why it is nominated for best picture. I think it I mean, got, you know, people could argue, yeah, you could argue yeah. that people are just, you could say that, oh, they're just giving it for it just because it's, you know, I'm not, for that reason. No, like, like I, I think that it definitely deserves uh, to, to win a few things. I'm, I'm not, you know, arguing against that. It's just that I, to, to me, it's not the, it wasn't the best picture. And I, I don't think I by, by, by any means was it the best picture of 2018. Um, and, and I hope that the reason why it wasn't nominated or the reason why it was nominated was just because of oh look how uh just look how ethnic this film was you know and and, that... and and like honestly the reason I think it got pushed to that best picture nomination is because remember early last year how they tried to create a separate category for like most popular film and we knew it probably is because of Black Panther and yeah. but they but everyone's like well that's a stupid idea and the Academy's like yeah no we we're not really gonna do something like that but to like compensate they gave it all these nominations including best picture since they couldn't give it like most popular and and honestly it wasn't i love black panther i think it's a great movie culturally i think it's a very good superhero movie yeah um it's a very well acted movie there are aspects of it that i think could be nominated for the academy awards which mm-hmm. i brought up but it wasn't even the best superhero movie of 2018 you could give that to either infinity war or spider verse yep or Paddington 2. Paddington 2 was uh, one of the greatest films that have come out in the past two decades. Oh, wow. I, I, and I'm just going to say this just because I want to. Uh, I still firmly believe that Annihilation and Sorry to Bother You were snubbed for oh my Academy God. nominations. An- An- Annihilation deserves something. Phenomenal. Say what? I, I was going to say Annihilation deserves something. Annihilation well, there there were just so many great films that came out in 2018 that I would have, I thought might have been recognized that didn't, and I think um, could, could could and should have got recognized. Yeah, no, like, Black Panther was good. Very good. Nah, but it's not just Black Panther, too, right? Like what you were saying, yeah, I think we'll like, actually uh, confused even, as to why that's even in the picture. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even have put it as, like, the like if you want to nominate a, a Marvel movie for Best Picture, give it Infinity War. It, it, like if uh, you want to nominate a Marvel movie, if that, but then that's that's a whole different argument of why that. Di- I'm not saying it deserves it, but I'm saying if you had to compare the two, 
Dude, on a you're... side note, though, I think we should also appreciate that, uh, you know, from a comic book perspective, that a film is actually being recognized by the Academy. Yeah, that's true, because that only happens every now and then. And yes, it's usually I mean, for Suicide minor Squad shit. Won, an, won an Oscar. So. Yeah, for best, what was it, makeup? Best makeup or costume design, I forget. Which I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what they gave it to it for was because of Killer Croc. What? No. I, it what, Was it Killer Croc? It probably was. I don't think it was Killer Croc. It might have. I think it was for Harley Quinn, actually. That's even worse. It was. It was actually because I remember the memes. The memes. My God, there were so many memes because like people were comparing other films that had way better costume designs. Yeah, because, they did. Because honestly, Harley Quinn's costume design was really <laughs> simple. I also don't like her costume in that movie, but that's a conversation for another time. Um. Also, the thing we didn't talk about: best original song. Why all the stars? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a weird... No- I like that song. That's a weird pick. Mm-hmm. Well, there there were... I think that there were, were better songs on there, but... Yeah, uh, not King's Dead. I'll say that, because fucking Future's first. La-dee-da-dee-da. I mean, not... Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what we thought about uh you know the oscar nominations in general yeah. and, and black panther specifically but what did y'all think let us know your thoughts in the comment section down below do you think it should have gotten nominated do you think it shouldn't should have? have let us know yeah and so let's go on to our last little well this is kind of the the grab bag of mysterious news things um so we got a we got a couple things to to kind of splurge about we got the news that uh morbius solo movie which is set to come out what is it summer of 2020 um so it looks like they're gonna fast track that soon it cast matt smith of doctor who fame as well as was it the the queen or the pride <sighs> that netflix quick thing quick thing guys <clears throat> i'm watching doctor who right now and i'm in the matt smith era oh boy no spoilers pretty please nice. uh, thank you yeah dude i i gotta get caught up i i skipped the last season of 12 and i started 13 and i fell off um i'll get back to it one day so we got that we got news that uh, that Luke had told me that apparently Wesley Snipes has been in talks with his team to potentially bring back Blade for the MCU, which I'm hoping they do. And then we have the rumors again recurring that uh, Black Widow may be an R-rated film. Apparently, a production synopsis appeared online last year. I don't know how we missed this, but um, I guess this is a very early, early production Synopsis. So it says, at birth, the Black Widow, a.k.a. Natasha Romanova, is given to the KGB, which grooms her to become its ultimate operative. When the USSR breaks up, the government tries to kill her as the action moves to present-day New York, where she is a freelance operative. The standalone film will find Romanov living in the United States 15 years after the fall of the Soviet Union. To follow it, it's a fucking silly plot, but okay. So, um... Wait. What do we think of all those things? (laughs) Well... Um, okay. Well, I, I'm going to say, like, uh, it, it's kind of interesting that Marvel is actually, Marvel and Disney are considering a rated R film. Um, I, I honestly think, like, everyone's kept saying, like, no, of course, they're never going to do it. They're never going to do it. But I, I really don't think it, it's going to be that big of a deal, especially if they were to release it under Fox Searchlight. Which, I mean, yeah, Disney has a bunch of subsidiaries they can drop it under if they really feel so inclined. Like, it'll still have the Marvel Studios logo. It's still a Kevin Feige-produced film. It's just that it's not going to air necessarily under the Disney logo. Yeah. 
It's going, I mean, they'll still have the grace of the Marvel God. It's fine. Yeah, like if they want to start a subsidiary for Marvel for Max, like Max Films, which I think they briefly did with the Punisher movies, didn't they? Yep. Um, just do that. Just bring back Marvel Max for movies, and if you want to start with Black Widow, that's fine. That's a very easy way to do it. Uh, but again, I just don't see what would warrant that R rating. Um, other than her saying fuck in Russian and then having a sex scene with a person that or, she hooks up with or something like that. Like, I, I can't well, see that many. You remember reasons. she, she has read in her ledger. So I, I, I would assume, well, I would assume I, that it would probably be bloody blood. Yeah. Blood yeah, too. exactly. I, I could see them going like a, you know, super gory, you know, just, I, I just got like gun porn is just. I, I just can't you know? see what like the rate like I can't see them leaning too hard into that R rating. I feel like if they got it, they would just barely get it. I think it would be a light R. I don't think it would be a hard yeah, R. I agree. Like it's it one would of those be, it would be a like, super light R with like one F word, some you know where she's like half shirtless and then just some yeah. blood. Like it would be a really super light R. <laughs> a, a silhouette of Asian actress Scarlett Johansson's nipples in a shadow. Exactly. You don't see your body, but you just see the shadow of it. Like, oh my god, so scandalous. Honestly, I think it's going to be PG-13, and maybe it'll get an unrated edition or something like Venom should have done, but didn't. And you know, if, if anything, this this could be Marvel, like you said, if they do a light R, if anything. Them testing the waters. I agree. Um, giving it a try, see how it does. If it's if see no harm in, 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 in it, then they'll probably go hard R for something else, for a more obscure property. <laughs> do I really want to... Bla- do I do I want a rated R Black Widow movie? Sure. I, I honestly, I why not? If they were gonna do one anyway, then go for it. Do what you want to do. Yeah. If, it's, if it's R rating is what you're, we think's gonna be best for the character and what you're trying to go for, then by all means, go for it. Yeah, I'm not worried about the rating. I'm more worried about the story more than anything else and the acting. That's really my primary concern with that because Black Widow started a new run in the comics that's interesting to me because they did get they I, I, ironically. Uh, they did get the Soska sisters, who I think do direct R-rated movies, to write her current uh, mini run in the comics. Mm-hmm. But, um, but speaking of other solo Marvel-rated R films, yeah. um, Venom came out and made a shit ton of money. So now Somehow. Sony can fund as fu- Sony can fund as many of their you know endeavors as they want for a little while, mm-hmm. uh, which is causing the Morbius movie. And Matt Smith just got casted. I think that's pretty cool because I think Matt Smith is a kind of underutilized actor, and I think he's pretty dope. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see him, especially in a villain role, uh, because I've been watching him primarily in Who. Yeah, uh, and we don't so talk about Terminator scene. Genesis. Well, was he Genesis? Yeah, he was in Genesis, I think. Mm-hmm. Either that or he's supposed to be in the new Terminator movie. Hmm. Which I'm like, as who? Right. <laughs> like, who, yeah. who is he playing? <laughs> but, um... Well, he also, it's not like it's his first time playing a more sinister role because he played, uh, um, who's my boy from American Psycho? He played the main character for uh, American Psycho, the musical. And um, not Norman Bate, Patrick Bateman. <laughs> um, Patrick I was thinking Bateman, of The Crown geez. earlier, not not The Queen. But yeah, he played him uh, in, you know, on stage, which is just... Very true. Yeah, so... Uh, Maybe he has the chops on him, but he's supposed to. I'm assuming he's playing a villain. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what the the, the rumor mill was, was spitting out. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he was in Genesis. Oh, poor man. Credited even as Matthew Smith, the poor bastard. Um, 
Yo, Blade, though, Wesley Snipes might be returning. <laughs> uh, him, him and his team apparently have been in talks with uh, Marvel for quite some time. Apparently, over the last two years, they've had some lunch meetings. He's met up with Kevin Feige personally. Um, you know, his reps and Marvel management, Disney management, you know, Marvel Studios. They've kind of all, like, collaborated, talked, worked things out. They have something planned. You know, he was pretty vague when he spoke last night at the uh, Stan Lee tribute event. But, you know, he said he, he's excited. Everyone's enthusiastic. They have things in, in works. He just said that they have to work out the logistics between his team and the team over at Marvel and Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he said that it's looking good. Um, Blade might be coming back for either a movie or maybe a TV show on the Disney streaming service. I mean, he doesn't say that specifically, but he did kind of indicate that, yeah, I'm, I'm coming back, bitches. <laughs> I'm back, bitches. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I I love that, and it's really easy to retcon Blade into the MCU. Yeah, oh yeah, especially like the first two movies. Um, yeah, just do the first two movies. It's vampires. How did we not know about them? It's because he's Blade, dude. You think he makes a mess out of things? Is <laughs> yeah. does he look like Captain Sparkle Fist over here, drunkenly flying in the night sky, blowing up scrolls? No, <laughs> he's discreet. He can keep shit on the download. That's why he's Blade. Oh my god. Baddest motherfucker ever. The Daywalker. The Daywalker. Dude, so Waru gave us some questions. Oh yeah, we get do we what is that uh Mike, you have any thoughts on uh the return of Blade? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, so let's go to these questions of which I think we have three. <laughs> the first one is from the real slim not the real slim shady just real slim shady who's asked marvelly who's a pop who is a popular marvel thing character comic movie tv show video games all that that everybody else loved that you think is overrated and one you really like that is severely underrated either by hate or radar and why uh he says that spider-man ps4 is a little bit overrated because the game which is fun uh isn't much to do and after a while it gets boring in my opinion okay I see your opinion here, buddy. But, um... Alright, so... An overrated and underrated character that we have in Marvel. That's a very good question, actually. Um, Hmm. (laughs) Who who could be overrated in Marvel? Um... Uh, So here's here's the thing. I think that Marvel... (laughs) They've been on this, like, downward trend of relaunch after relaunch after relaunch. My God, it seems like... It never what, ends. Yep. Like, what'll happen is they'll they'll have a writer, they'll write, like, ten issues, it'll get canceled, and then three months later, they'll hire a new writer, and then they'll come back with, like, a new number one, and I'm so sick of it. <laughs> so sick of it. I'm so over it. Um, So, like, will, will I stop reading comics? Oh, God. Um, so, like, I still do read comics, but I have, like, slowed down especially on newer stuff like i have actually went back and started reading older stuff like uh mm-hmm. currently i'm rereading through uh why the last man um oh shit <laughs> yeah like like it is great there's a tv show in development dude so like i yeah, want to brush up on it because it's been years since i've read it so um you know i'm going back and going through some old indie stuff like that man by some fantastic writers like uh, brian k vaughn actually wrote um why oh, the last boy, man and so like i'm, I'm actually in saga so that's why i love him 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. He did Runaways and Saga, so I mean, it's it's great. But uh, yeah, I'm not gonna stop reading comics, man. And I'm actually Will and I were talking about comics before we started recording, and uh, mm-hmm. there's a few things actually that Will kind of like piqued my interest in about some like newer stuff, and I was asking him some questions because you've been keeping up with it more than I have, and I'm not sure about Mikey, but um, I'm definitely gonna start reading more. Um, I, this kind of ties, I guess, for like your second question here is why are X Men comics so confusing? Bro, you don't even know the half of it, really. X-Men comics are, like, super confusing. Uh, especially, like, you, you remember, like, not that long ago, they had, like, three or four different X-Men comics out all at once? They have a fuck ton of... They still do. Yeah. Dude, I remember yeah, when I was see, reading comics quite a lot, like, five, six, seven years ago. Yeah. There were so many X-Men titles out. Yeah. They all, they're, like, they're like unca- there was, like, Uncanny X-Men. There was, like, the Extravagant X-Men. The... <laughs> You know, uh, yeah. X X Men, the, the, un- the unbeatable X Men Red Gold Number yeah. Three. Yeah, like, no, like I'll be honest, I didn't know until a couple of years ago that Uncanny X Men is the original X Men because when I start, I like when I read X Men, it was that all female team that was just called X Men back in like 2011, 2012, 2013, because it was when I was starting college. God, that was so long ago. Um, but I'm just like, wait, so where are the original X Men? Oh, that's the Uncanny X-Men. Fuck you! That's like how... <laughs> it's like, oh, which Spider-Man do you follow? Oh, I read Spider-Man. You mean Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, Peter Parker Spectacular Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, you know the original Spider-Man. Or Ultimate. Ultimate Spider-Man. The comics have the worst names Superior, ever. They... Superior Spider-Man. God. Speaking of, I guess, going for the under, uh, the overrated answer, the Spider-Family. Yeah. Because there is, there are like currently nine of them in the same universe, and that's too much. That is too many. All right, man. Well, I think that probably about does it for this episode. Yeah, I mean, you guys have any under it? We're jump. We jumped around from question to question, but we also need to end the show. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. We're we're kind of going yeah. over here, so. Yeah, sorry, we we didn't get to fully answer everything, but we got to start on it. Maybe maybe we can come back maybe we can revisit that as a topic or something sometime uh but if you do have a question that you think we can answer potentially in 30 seconds or less drop it down in the comment section down below with the hashtag ask Marvelite. and so fellas where can they find you at luke you guys can find me on twitter at quantum x paradox uh mikey where can they find you at Y'all can find me over on my YouTube channel, Twitter, and Instagram at Fairwhale34. And you can find me on my own YouTube channel, uh, as well as Instagram, at WillTheGreatest, where I just recently posted a shit ton of Kingdom Hearts stuff, because Kingdom Hearts 3 is out, and that's what I'm going to do after this. So, you guys have a good week. We will see you next time. <laughs>